Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you got somebody in your life who maybe needs to be humbled a bit, maybe you can start buying these posters as gifts. They're demotivational posters <laughs> instead of those motivational ones that tell you to just hang on in there and it's going to get better. Right. It's not going to get better. Uh, and so these are a variety of these ones that I guess are now uh, available uh, online. Or maybe you can find them in one of those, like, joke shops or something. So they start off with, with a theme, and then they give it a description. So the first one would be uniqueness. Even if you're one in a million, there's still 7,500 of you out there. <laughs> you're not special. Right? Okay. The lottery. The odds of you dying on your way to purchase a ticket are greater than the odds of winning the jackpot. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you put it that way. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I uh, I had a stack of my uh, Lotterio tickets, and I keep saying to myself, you know, go go do, do it weekly. If you buy a ticket, check take the old one and check it. But I always forget the old ones, and then I go and I can never get that damn scanner to work properly. So I end up being that guy who goes up to the counter trying desperately to slide in there when there's nobody else around because I don't want to hold anybody up. And I hand them, you know, a whole wad full of these things. And I say, can you check these for me? So anyhow, I did this recently, and I had a big $16 win. Wow. Yeah. I was like 40 tickets. <laughs> bunch of free win, a bunch of free plays right. and all that. Well, one ticket garnered 16 bucks? Uh, no, I think overall. Overall. Like, you know, a dollar here, four dollars there. Gotcha, yeah. Anyhow, so I rolled them all into uh, the uh, Lotto Max. Oh, yeah. 40 million. And yeah. I thought, well, for sure. For sure, I'm turning sixteen dollars into forty million. <laughs> For sure. For sure. It's a done deal. <laughs> I haven't checked the ticket yet. Did anybody win the forty million? Um underachievement. The tallest blade of grass is the first to be cut by a lawnmower. Okay. Health. The slowest possible rate at which you can die. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine waking up every day. Uh, these, these sound like your type of thoughts, though. It's totally how the Venn family operates. <laughs> right. I learned it from my dad. He learned it from his. <laughs> You'll learn one day, son. Relationships. Sure, there are plenty of other fish in the sea, but you're not anywhere near the sea. You're in the desert alone. <laughs> Trust. A sheep spends its whole life fearing the wolves, only to be eaten by the shepherd. Right. That's true. Responsibility. Relax. If your job really mattered so much, wouldn't your company have hired someone better to do it? <laughs> uh, I like this. Motiv- motivation. Do what you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life because that field isn't hiring. <laughs> Today, it's the first day of the rest of your life. But so was yesterday and look how that turned out. True. And finally, this is the one I would frame and put over the mantle. Hope. Always the first step on the road to disappointment. <laughs> that sounds like a venism. Oh, totally. And I, and I, 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 I motor through life that way. Right. I, I don't believe things are getting better. <laughs> I, it's, it can only get worse, and I probably peaked. Whatever my peak is, this I, is it. I hit it. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I know you still have dreams and aspirations. You try to quash those daily. Oh yeah. Well, I just want you to learn. Yeah. It's it's not getting better. Look deeply in my eyes. This is it. 
This is terrific news for those of us who like to have a sip or two or three. You soon might be able to get drunk without the hangover. I never, uh, I don't suffer the hangovers, or at least I haven't in a very long time. I mean, the last time, of course, was St. Paddy's right. when I did all the mixing. I yes. was really hung that de- next day. But prior to that, I can't remember the last time I was really hung over. Well, you were in a kind of constant state, yeah, though. Buzzed. Yeah. I never, <laughs> I never really get fall down stupid drunk. Right. I just always, I, I get to a point of tipsy. And then I call her a night. Yeah, I mean, see, I don't, I don't drink that often. So when I, if I do have a big night, aren't you a saint? The next day, I don't Your feel very well. Yellow is blinding me. <laughs> You're far too busy reading scripture. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find the time. Yeah, got all this churching to do. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, some synthetic alcohol is being produced. And a company out of the U.K. hopes to start selling it by 2026. They say it also doesn't have the negative health effects of booze, so like the rotting of the liver and other assorted goodies. That oh, really? With too much drinking. I saw the other day, that, and I, again, I'm not in the market for these things, so I hadn't come across it before, was like cannabis lemonade. Mm. Right? It was, was a drink. Cannabis infused. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the cannabis is in everything now. Right. But I, I, I never really considered it mm. like a, a basically a hard lemonade, but instead of alcohol, it's cannabis. Hmm. I give that a sip. Have you tried any drinking in the park yet? No. Now that we can, no. My uh, my whole business. I think while you were off, it it, uh, it became legal, and there's like twenty something parks you can drink in. And I had this whole a uh, park uh, crawl thing idea. Okay. You know, like down in Niagara where you see those people that are all pedaling together and drinking? Yeah. So the the, the game is, well, if there's 20, I think it's 20, maybe six parks or, or whatever the number is. But what we would do is we would start in one park and we'd have just one drink. And then we'd pedal to the next park and have a drink. And we'd see who could keep pedaling after 26 <laughs> parks. <laughs> Uh, and, and what do you do going back and forth to the parks now? Because the LCBO is not going to give you the brown bag anymore. Oh, I know. Well, I got to use my backpack. Although some were a little ridiculous with the brown bag because each bottle was going into a brown bag and then into a bigger brown bag. Yeah. Well, I also noticed too. It was just, it, it also uh, was uh, determined by what you were buying. Right. Like if you were buying my regular hooch that I like to keep under the kitchen sink. They were barely giving you a brown bag. <laughs> yeah. But then if you were asking to go into the cabinet or you're in the vintage section, yes. they'd wrap it in velvet for you. Well, I mean, they do need to protect the bottles a little mm-hmm. bit. They're going to rattle around on the drive. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, it's just another scenario where I'm not going to be prepared with my own bag going right. in. Well, they sell them now, of course. Of course. And I think I, theirs have dividers as well oh, for yeah. the bottles. And it's the LCBO, so they'll be reasonably priced. Right. <laughs> well, I could have lunch or buy this bag. Actually, Metro's great at it because they've got the bigger bag for like 50 cents and the smaller bag for like 33 cents. Right. And I think I've finally gotten my head wrapped around bringing my own bag. Okay. But once they got rid of the plastic for days, maybe weeks, I was constantly forgetting to keep bags in the car. Yeah. So now I could turn around and start selling. I got so many Metro bags. I was going to say, you should probably have a rotation of them going. Well, now I got them in all the vehicles. Right. You know, the fleet. That we have. <laughs> Actually, I'm down one. I, I think I sold the Benz. Come on. Yes. You found a sucker? Not a sucker. A nice human oh. being who <laughs> listens to the rock. You shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, you can't sell it within. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. 
been to my house and everything. Someone who he knows you and knows where you live. Yeah. He only wants it for a year. He's he's getting another car in a year, so he just needs something to get him around town here. I said, ah, six weeks at best. <laughs> he said, yeah, just around town here, and then maybe occasionally downtown. I went, oh, oh my but no, he's got a mechanic. And he's fully prepared to fix it up. So, right, yeah. he's purchased himself a very reliable Mercedes Benz. <laughs> well, he better not confuse the two of us at any point. <laughs> Because if I'm getting calls about this Benz... It's great unless it rains, <laughs> snows, or the wind's blowing the wrong way. Lucky you uh, didn't drown yesterday? Uh, no, actually. Did quite well. We uh, played in the Grandview Children's Center uh, Foundation Golf Tournament uh, with our uh, brother station, Terry Johnson. Are you okay? Are you having a stroke? What's yeah, I just had to think about where you were yesterday? Yeah. And, uh, well, the good part is we teed off at about 1 o'clock. We were supposed to tee off at 1 o'clock, but they had lunch before. And so we were sitting in the clubhouse when a lot of the real dump of yeah. rain happened. And uh, it was just uh, spitting by the time we got out there. And then blue skies cleared. They were predicting another, like, big cell would come in at three thirty, four o'clock. And then they were telling us we'd probably have to get off the golf course if lightning was, was in the area. And mm. so... Uh, it was, it was, it seemed daunting at the time. It ended up being a beautiful day. Yeah, it woke me up from my nap that damn oh. storm. <laughs> of course. Uh, I can't have that. <laughs> but it, uh, it came down hard and fast for sure. My, uh, my street turned into a river there. Oh, really? Me. We really got hammered. Oh, know? no kidding. I see. I didn't see any of that. <clears throat> yeah. It, uh, it was, uh, pretty strong, but not for long. Probably under an hour and then just disappeared. And yeah, the clear skies came out, so. That was that. Wash away some of the sin. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, outside of that, you played some golf. What do you get up for the weekend? What's going on? Uh, I think we can get up to the cottage for at least a little bit of it. We're, we're into this summer now where you're counting the weekends left. Not much. And there's not a lot of time left in it. Nope. No, this summer uh, went by very, very quickly. And, uh, well, you know, we always wish, we always hope, maybe, maybe, fingers crossed, September is like a, an extended August. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, if you've got plans and there's things going on, I and mean, we've got a golf tournament for Simcoe Hall Settlement House in September, and it's usually very nice weather. I forgot all about that. Yeah, and so you know, if if you're not a teacher or a student, mm-hmm. uh, the summer certainly continues on past the first week of September. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to feel too bad for the teachers having to go back. Right. Ooh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Anyhow, I am off for a week, and of course, uh, as my life always works out, I have to drive to Windsor tonight and then up around with Sega middle of next week when gas prices have hit the highest they have all year. Yeah, 173.9, the average yeah. in the GTA. It's good. Uh, it went up, and it went up like back to back three cents overnight, which really is a, a gut punch, and they're predicting, which, it's not even predicting. They're basically telling us right now it's going to hit $2 in the fall. Preparing. Yeah. You might as well start bending over. Well, I just, uh, oh, we're already bent over and, and done. I um, just, you know, every now and then I'm, I'm doing my uh, my banking and my budgeting, and I'm sure this is true for so many of us. And you just see the cost of everything that's gone up uh, in the last year or so. It's insane between groceries and interest rates and gas prices. Like, it's just never-ending. Mm-hmm. So now what I try to do is at every gas station, I stop 
and top up. <laughs> so there's three of them I pass on my way home. I go to all of them. <laughs> five bucks here, five bucks. You chip away it. at it. And you don't feel it. Yeah, that's right. So I, as I drive down to Windsor, it's usually about a four-hour drive with good uh, with good uh, traffic. So at every uh, en route from here to Windsor, right. I'll pull in and top it up. I, You know who I saw at the, uh, the Grandview Tournament yesterday was our pal John McClellan. A contractor oh, yeah, yeah. in the area, and he was showing me he's got one of the new uh, electric trucks. Oh yeah, that he's driving, and um, and he said I think he said he pays basically a dollar, a little over a dollar per hundred kilometers. Of course, the truck costs seven hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Listen, that's a, aren't those write offs? Whatever those so. things are, I don't I guess know. So anyway, well, but yeah, at least a real contractor is driving a pickup truck, right? And not just a hockey mom. That's <laughs> true. Because I tell you, the I can't tell you the, the I had disdain for pickup trucks, right? My 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 fury at them now is at an all time high. Well, you probably share the fury with those people who are driving them, who are screaming at the pump mm. when it's a dollar seventy a liter. Sure. But it's interesting. You know, just talking to him, he said, "Yeah, he plugs plugs it in overnight, wakes up to a full tank of gas every morning, basically, and or a full full battery yeah. every morning, and uh, and off he goes. And off he goes. Yeah. Well, it is the way of the future. It has to be. I sometimes wonder, and I believe that uh, I don't know that this is a fact, but I think it's true that the the gas companies, the oil companies, are simply gouging us because they know the writing is on the wall. Right. Their time is ticking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean. Again, I won't say boo-hoo for them. No. They've had a pretty good run. For a very long time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for the longest time, I thought I would never own an electric car. And I was talking to a buddy who, who sells uh, cars, and he said, uh, and I was saying, oh, probably my kids, you know, they'll end up with an electric car. He goes, no, I'll bet you one of your vehicles yeah. will be an electric car before you're said and done. I'd say the way of the world will probably be if, you know, for most households, you'd have one kind of long-range vehicle and one electric short-range. Yeah. Eventually. Well, if he's driving around in that truck all day and the battery's lasting him, that must be, you must be able to get a lot of kilometers out of it. Well, I think so. And more of the batteries, I think even the low-end uh, electric vehicles mm. in terms of the battery consumption is about 400 kilometers a day. Yeah. Which for the average person is more than enough. I'm just going to move to Amsterdam where everybody rides bikes. <laughs> Do you know there's more bikes in Amsterdam than there is people? Well, I'm probably. There's like 900,000 people and a million bikes. Wow. Yeah. So 100,000 bikes are just sitting well, Who's there. riding two bikes? I don't know. I don't it's know. Tough they're to greedy. Do. They're greedy. These poor bikes are sitting there, 100,000 of them with nowhere to go. <laughs> Anyhow, it's uh, we've, we've got a lot of those in the city too. Just look at all the ones yeah. that are stopped and parked up. The the rental bikes that no one's riding. I've tried. Uh, Maria and I on a whim one time we were downtown and we were. This is when we were doing one of our um, our patio rooftop patio uh, crawls. Yeah, and uh, we saw. You know, we had a few pints. We said, let's rent a bike. And they were the uh, electric ones. None of them were charged. None of them worked. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, that little uh, activity got sponged and into an Uber we went. You know how the autocorrect on your phone can uh, sometimes be a, a complete pain and, and, and sometimes completely change the meaning of uh, something you've sent? Well, a woman had a, a very extreme example of this happen to her. She uh, recently texted a friend and she said, I think I just pooped myself, but she used the S word, not poop. Okay. Unfortunately, autocorrect changed the S word to shot. Oh. So it said, I think I just shot myself. Oh, no. Well, the friend immediately <laughs> called 911. Right. And, of course, police responded to the call. 
And then it went even worse. It went downhill from there. It, how? Well, can you just wait and see? She told them through the ring doorbell that she couldn't get to the door but didn't need help. She was explaining the autocorrect thing. I guess she's dealing with some health issues. Gotcha. She's uh, waiting to have surgery on both hips, and so she's having trouble getting around. So right. She said, I can't really get to the door. I don't need your help. But they were worried she might harm herself, and they probably thought they'd be held uh, accountable if they gotcha. left. Gotcha. Yeah, left someone with a gun perhaps. Right. So she says they blocked her ring camera and waited her out. Two hours later, she went to see if they were still there, and they were, and they yanked her outside, restrained her, and in the process, smashed her face into the door. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. I would have rather <laughs> pooped myself. Maybe she just pooped herself again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, of course, they're working it out now. She's suing, as uh, as one does. Right. But, uh, yeah, you got to be careful with that, uh, with that autocorrect. And everybody's got the ring doorbells now, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even for homes that probably don't need them. Uh, we've, uh, we've installed that kind of stuff and, uh, you know, uh, parents and in-laws have them. And a couple of times now have caught what is looked to be pretty nefarious stuff going on very late at night. Like people coming up to the door and then seeing the camera and spinning around. Hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I think the cameras have more than well paid for themselves already. What's, what's going on in your neighborhood? You have people knocking on A couple at your of different neighborhoods. In the yeah. morning and... mm-hmm. Nobody comes into my neighborhood for that kind of thing because they know there's nothing to steal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that. And I have a wife who works in the uh, security camera business. Right. And I don't think I need them. I just look out my front window. The thing I don't know is what, what do you do with it, right? Like, right. so I, I've got it on camera. That someone's been poking around the neighborhood and late at night mm-hmm. and looking suspicious. Basically, they see the camera or the light comes on and they turn around and walk away. Well, I guess it's it, it, they haven't done anything, so there's nothing you really can do. Right. But if the kids had left like their bikes outside and you see the bikes are stolen, then I guess you can give the film to the cops. Or right. Something. Or even uh, more so, I guess there's been a lot of people who have been caught on camera doing stuff at other people's homes. Mm-hmm. So you have the ring, I don't, and if somebody breaks into my house across the street from you, maybe it catches, picks up, you know, the car plate or yeah. something that's out front. I don't know. Yeah, I just keep the uh, the cameras in my house are all just situated in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> now, the space tourism is happening. Of course, SpaceX is going to be a thing soon. Most experts say it should be safe enough. Their main concern is if someone gets pregnant, even a day or two of the radiation up there could harm a fertilized egg and potentially cause issues. That's not good. So you can now join the 402-kilometer club. <laughs> Of course, uh, that's for those of us who don't understand the concept of the 250-mile high. Climb. Right, yes. Because, of course, with air flight, it's always been the mile high. Yeah. I guess it would be the 1.6-kilometer club. you got to do the conversion. Yeah. Well, you have to. People don't know. Mm-hmm. Can't make out the difference. Uh, for sure, people. I'm surprised. I'm, su- I'm sure somebody's probably already had sex in space. I mean, it's what you would do. That's, that's all we want to do. <laughs> that's, that's, we invent something new, and we see how we can hump in it. <laughs> How we, can either, how we can either hump it or hump in it. That's all we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> well, it's somewhat like we don't describe distance by distance very often here. There's one difference I find between Americans and Canadians mm. is that, you know, if you ask Americans distance to something, they'll tell you how many miles it is. Mm. 
in the GTA, at least, they'll tell you how many minutes. Yeah, right? about 20 minutes away. That's 20 minutes. That's a, that's an hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. And, you know, so maybe that's it, you know, kind of how they describe things, Well, how we look at new things, too. Mm. Would you have sex in it or not? <laughs> the first thing we do is judge. And if we do everything, we judge everything in time, then it would be the 35-second club. <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.